Yeshiva Merkaz Arav, um, which was the central, the first like um, Israeli Zionist yeshiva. Um, he's he's a renowned scholar, halachist, kabbalist, the whole works, um, and he's his nickname kind of became Haraya, which is just a acronym for Harav Avram Yitzchak Um and he's basically a celebrated rabbi for his political um, career, um, but also for his, his works in, in philosophy, on Torah, on Gemara. And I found four sources, um, all from Rav Kuk, that I think um, bring out four completely unique ideas on why art is valuable from a Jewish perspective, um, two of which I think were already already like pointed at um, separately, uh, you kind of uh, mush them together. Um, so we'll, we'll separate them um, and have four separate four separate ideas um, as to what Rav Cook saw in artistic expression. Um, the first one is from an interview for the Jewish Chronicle. Um, sorry, we never had an interview for the Jewish Week. Um, and uh, the Jewish Chronicle is the UK's oldest and most widely read Jewish newspaper, at least according to them. And and um, they cover whole things. It's like the main Jewish newspaper in, in England. Um, so this is a in, an interview from 1935. Uh, that the world was flooded with inspiration. Um, the problem was is God was worried that somebody evil would tap into this and use it for bad purposes. So he, he took it away, but left it available for certain righteous people to say. And according to Rav Kut, Rembrandt is doing that. It's not just a rabbinic thing, it's also a creativity thing, a... Um, it's not just a like, Jewish value, but it's a artistic value. That Rembrandt is tapping into that um, light from creation, and he's able to make uh, his paintings. Um, so I wanted to ask, like, what is then the value in, our, in artistic expression, according to this source, at least? So it connects with the divine, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's from the divine. It's almost like a uh, like a divine inspiration, um, like we would say um, when somebody has a has a great um, like idea in Torah. We would say a similar thing then about any of the artists around the room. Um, that connecting with that creativity on an artistic level um, is connecting to the divine, 
um, in, in a very special way. So that's the first value that I think I saw Ruf Cook um, mention. The second one is something uh, far different, um, and it's in source two. Um, it's in Einaya in Brachot, which is also source four, is also there. Um, Einaya is a commentary on the Haggadic, the stories um, in the Talmud. Um, and there's a lot in Brachot in the first tractate. Um, so a lot of Einaya is on Brachot um, in particular. And here again, he talks about artistic expression, uh, specifically with Bitzalel, um, the creator of the tabernacle of the Mishkan. Um, can somebody read source two? Yeah. The true talent of a visual artist, when he is at the peak of his abilities, and especially one whose talent has been sanctified by the Spirit of God, is to be able to see the depths of existence, both in their physical and spiritual dimensions. All these things which are said generally of the Creator, as we value the wonders of creative wisdom altogether, we must find a model in a wise and whole man devoted to purposeful creation. The highest and most blessed of all artists was Betzalel, who created with the Spirit of God. He completed a real picture, which demands a great wisdom of positioning the physical parts in it, positioning its lights and shadows, its buds and flowers, etc. The intention and extreme attention to detail to reach the essence of the purity of existence. So according to this source in Einaya, what is, what is the purpose, or what is the value in artistic expression? Because it's very different than source one. The art itself, like what, what, what is the art itself? What does it become? Like what, what is it? Attention to detail. It's, right? it's the combination of the physical and spiritual. So you're bringing spiritual down. Um, but, and what does bringing spiritual down do? What, what does it show? Like what, what, is, um, what value does it create? So, and the way he explains it, the way it's written here, it shows you the depths and the depth of existence. Um, it shows you, like, your world around you in a way that you would have never seen it otherwise. Uh, because we only see the real world, and we can't, we can't um, see things that are imaginative unless we create them. But you can only see depth of existence um, from something that's from man, from something that's man-made. Um, the way I sometimes like to think about this is like a similar idea um, from a Ron Lichtenstein about literature, um, but I think it would apply to TV also. I like to think about it <laughs> as TV. Um, is so often um, you can understand something from like a paradigm that like a TV show makes about um, about a relationship, and you can see it there, even though you don't notice that it exists in your real life. And you're able to then see like the depth of the relationship in your own life because you see it on TV, and you see like a, uh, a made-up world um, that's perfect in its own way, and so that allows you to then to then transfer transfer that depth that you understand from a TV show or literature or an artist, and you're able to transfer that into the real world. So then you can see like depth in existence in a way that you couldn't. Uh, other ones. Um, and I think that's, that's per particularly powerful um, in, in, terms of, in terms of like what we have around us, all these, um, all these artists that are doing artistic 
expressions of, of the Pesach Seder and Pesach, um, they're, they're creating something, and I don't know if I ever would have seen the, the four sons that way, the four brothers that way. Um, and it allows me to think about it in a completely new way and see it in a different depth um, than I could otherwise. Um, source 3 is similar to Source 2. It's similar in concept, um, but it's slightly different. I'll, I'll read Source 3. <laughs> Literature, painting, and sculpting are able to bring to fruition all the spiritual concepts engraved, engraved in the depths of the human spirit. And so long as one brush is missing, which is stored away in the depths of the spirit, which ponders and feels but has not been realized, there is an obligation on the purpose of our work to realize it. The matter is self-evident that only these treasuries, that when they are opened up, okay, uh, they will sweeten the air of all existence. It is good and beautiful to open them. And he quotes from a Gemara Chavez to prove this point. From every utterance which came out of God's mouth, the entire world was filled with fragrance. So there's this idea of, again, <laughs> uh, there's this idea again, and I, I think it was very similar to what was said before. Um, there's something missing in human. First, we saw the depth of existence, but here's there's the depth of personality. There's a depth of personality that is missing whenever there's a um, whenever there's a missing art that's not created. So there's there's something missing in the world because each person has something to say, something to put out there, and only once each person does that can, like, the world be fulfilled, almost. Um, that's kind of what Rav Cook's saying. I think it's very similar to what he said right before. Um, this is a good source of that here. Um, and um, and so, so I think it's a little different than Source 2, because Source 2 is creating, there's a depth to existence, in general, while Source 3 is there's an internal depth uh, that you can only bring out if you, uh, if you uh, do your artistic expression. Well, the first source is also saying that the, that the, and the second source is saying it illuminates the world's view. And, and the third source is saying that it not only illuminates the world's view, it actually affects the world, changes the world, makes the world a different place because the other is Right. In the same way that it's saying, the world's view affects you and changes who you are. It also affects the world around you. Right. So, and not only does it affect the world around you, but it's more internal. Like, the... I think, like, it, one is... It, right, it's, one is, like, inherent, and one is, like, purposeful also. Um, and also... Great. Um, so that source, I'm sorry, I didn't introduce it. That source is from Orani Jirach. And it's another book by Rav Kuk, um, which is more um, philosophy um, than um, Agadic. Um, it's one of the Oroots. He has a bunch of or or Oroot books. Yeah. It's also, I, I don't remember where it is exactly, but like, oh, I guess, yeah, Genesis. Like when uh, Hashem made the man, he took, took all the things from nature and this and then put it together to make man. So here, things were put together. So, right, so just like, yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. Just like the entire world was filled from every utterance of God and it was created and put together, and he's saying so too, from every utterance of expression from people in this world, um, the, our world was created as well. 
Um, source four, I think, is a separate idea, a whole other fourth idea. Um, would someone like to read source four? Natal is considered a leader even though all he did was create the tabernacle and its vessels. But since the image of the tabernacle and all its vessels, as well as individual designs which were made as purposeful creation, with God's hand, these images engraved the spirits of Israel, the Torah, testimony, and fear of God. Designs contain the spirit of their true creator and according to the high level of the artist's soul, his attainment of holy traits, a pure and good mind, and the spirit of God. So will his designs enrich and benefit others. Therefore, though we cannot make too many sculptural designs to establish an entire ethical system based on them, <clears throat> since we have the pure Torah of God, which includes every path of life to the highest degree, but those designs which we were commanded to make, it is understood that they contain great power to direct souls to the beautiful ideas contained in them. If so, the purity of spirit of the entire nation was dependent on them, since it was God's advice to educate the people through the tabernacle and, and the designs of its vessels. It was likewise dependent on the spirit and holiness of the great thinker who conceived this, of this holy creation, Tzalaf. Therefore, he certainly is a leader and shepherd of Israel. So, in this source in Inaya, what is the value in artistic expression? Intention of the artist. What do you, what do you mean by that? Like the what the artist wants, what the artist puts into it, like the purposeful creation. Okay, so the purposeful creation, how purposeful it is, and what's that purpose? What should that purpose be for? God. To bring something out and use Right. So to use for spirituality, to use for other people, to be spiritual, and so so much so that Batsala, who's not a leader at all. Like, if I were to just read the Torah, I would never think of Batsala as a leader. That's just not his function. He's the builder of the tabernacle. He's not the, he's not Moshe, he's not Yoshua. But according to Rav he is. Uh, because through his artistic expression, he's able to lead other people, not directly, but indirectly. And so, and I think this was touched upon at the beginning also, this idea of um, that through artistic expression, through sharing art with other people, um, not only can you be, it be good, but it can inspire other people and lead other people down a good path. Um, and so I think there are Rokoksi's four separate and unique great qualities in artistic expression and Jewish thought. Um, one is that it connects to the divine, that it's, it's inspiration and that's valuable inherently. Um, one is that it, it shows essence of existence, of general existence, of seeing things in a new light. Uh, two, uh, three, that it shows a part of your own soul that's necessary as a whole of each of us to make the world a better place. And four, it can inspire others. Uh, and you can lead through um, a painting that's on the wall, even if you never meet the person um, that, you ever, that you ever thought. Um, so hopefully, we can accomplish all four of those things uh, with our subsequent um, and, um, and I hope yeah, you you have a good time for listening. Sure. Uh, I just want to make a comment before it's a little faster. Artists are, you know, artists are seen as people in society, people who express themselves, not very individuality, and greater 